And they said it couldn't be done, but here we are once again. Ladies and gentlemen, all the ships at sea, the splendid Bohemians with another episode of the program that informs and uh, spiritually acknowledges. Put on a stack of 45s. Bill Mesnick, my buddy, my partner out there in California, Rich Buckland with you in Florida, the home of, uh, don't even want to go there. And uh, <laughs> it's the home of the heat wave. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to keep having it. a heat wave. Having a heat wave. Bill's going to go into his Ethel Merman medley a little bit later. <laughs> and then his impression of Ethel and Ernest Borgnine on their wedding night, which is one of my favorites. Uh, heat wave. <laughs> 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 That was very good. That was actually and spontaneous. That spontaneity that makes the world go round. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, here we are, and I hope you've been following uh, Captain Billy's Magic Eight Ball because we've been doing some diverse work. The captain has been at it in his eight-track collection, and he's been giving. We're a little, a little farther afield than the rock and roll blues uh, folk uh, string that we've been putting together. We're, we're, right now, we're featuring. The Broadway musical Camelot. And it's a beautiful thing. I mean, it is so gorgeous bringing tears to my eyes and your narrative regarding its uh, its impact is a glorious thing to, to behold. I mean, you put it all in perspective and then you listen to this 50 minutes and it's just Richard Burton, Robert Goulet, Julie Andrews, rock schmuck. This is immortal, <laughs> eternal uh, entertainment, and uh, it's so moving. It's so moving. And uh, we, we have given you the score to the motion picture, The Misfits, the great yes. film The Misfits with Marilyn and Clark Gable and Monty Clift and Eli Wallach and Thelma Ritter, written by Hen, uh, Arthur Miller. And uh, what a score! Just, just sit back and just dream along with this stuff. And, and the last uh, one was George Carlin's Occupation Fool, a comedy. We and uh, thank you so much. We have had so many wonderful responses to 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 that. Carlin, of course, recently had uh, J- um, Judd Apatow made a wonderful documentary that was aired on HBO, and it's it's a real work of art really telling the Carlin story from beginning to end and here's a small piece that we share with you in high definition as to why the man was such a genius but we are back with another episode at the moment of uh, put on a stack of 45s and we got a groovy one for you because this is an artist who who unfortunately left us much too early by the name of Annette Snell Annette Snell the soul diva and I, the song that we're going to do was an A side and a B side. The tune is right. called. You know, it, yes, yeah, exactly. I, you, it, you, you, as you explained to me, it was originally the B side, but then because DJs were flipping it over and it became a double A side, right? And they released it on two occasions with with two different sides. So okay. You've got well, the, the the song we're featuring is called "Footprints on My Mind," and it's uh, on the Dial label from 1973, which is a subsidiary of Mercury. Didn't chart, 
Oh no, I'm wrong. It charted number 19 on the soul chart. It certainly did, and, the, and there's no way to really understand fully which track got Joel Whitburn, the late Joel Whitburn, who recently passed away, who was the Billboard wizard. And he had every single that ever charted. Really, truly amazing. He's credited just about in every Wikipedia article regarding a 45 because he, he owned it. And not he's only the man, you want to put on a stack of 45s, you go. You'd go to Joel Whitburn. And he's got a great story. I mean, he's he's worthy of a uh, of an episode on his own because he, he, yeah. he was the one who entertained the notion that you needed to keep track of who was listening to all this magnificence. And uh, he collected them as well. I don't know where he lived, but if he had as many 45s and LPs as they say he had, then he needed houses. he needed houses and warehouses. I mean, just yeah. in, in, incredible. But it was initially released as um, footprints, and the uh, backed with "I'll Be Your Fool." And also, the other one was "You Ought to Be with Me." You ought to be here with me. So here that was here. You ought to be here with me. Backed with footprints was dial ten twenty three, and footprints mm. backed with I'll be your fool, which was an Annette Snell record I heard before I heard footprints, um, is dial ten nineteen. So they well were, Annette died in a plane crash at the age of thirty two. Oh, let's just jump to <laughs> let's just jump to the ending. But no, what I was going to say was. She had never recorded an album. No, she never had the opportunity. And this was a singer, if you listen to her... Uh, okay, let's, take it, let's try to take it from the top. Um, she was known as Annetta, and uh, she began as a member of a group called the Marvells, and then joined a group called the Fabulettes. And the Fabulettes have several recordings which were released between 1965 and 1966. And then in 68, she was born in Orlando, Florida, but um, she left the Fabulettes to go to New York and then to Nashville. And uh, under the name Annetta, she recorded Since There Is No More You with a gentleman named Paul Kelly. She was married... Paul Kelly, in Paul Kelly was the writer of Footprints on My Mind. Exactly, exactly. And um, she was married to Pete Jackson, who was with a popular group of the day, Touch of Class. Um, so when you take a listen to the brief recording career she had, she inhabits stylings of Aretha Franklin. She you hear a little bit of everyone who was uh, popular in the 60s and 70s, from Irma Thomas all the way up. And it's a wonderful style. She had a, she had a fabulous uh, career ahead of her. Um, and then she had a deal with Epic Records and Muscle Shoals. And this is where it gets interesting, right? I mean, the fact that she perishes in... Uh, the south, the Southern Airways Flight 242 crash leads to the recordings she left behind. 
Annette got a deal to record an album for Epic in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, with the Swampers. And we needn't tell you who the Swampers are unless uh, you have no knowledge of those great recordings of Wilson Pickett and Aretha Franklin. They were the white soul band that no one could have presumed were white and backed all those great Muscle Shoals artists from Jimmy Hughes to Wilson Pickett to Aretha Franklin. Just an incredible list produced by the great... uh, Buddy Killen. Well, Rich Hall was Muscle Shoals. Rich Hall was the Muscle Shoals guy. But uh, Buddy Killen was the producer of... Footprints on my mind. And Buddy Killen also was a country producer, so you can... And he's a music publisher. Music publisher. So there was one unreleased single, Promises Should Never Be Broken. And then she returned for a further session in early 1977. Here's the deal. She was returning home from Atlanta after working on the album when that Southern Airways Flight 242 crashed in New York, in I'm sorry, in New Hope, Georgia, during a thunderstorm. That was April 4th, 1977. Yeah, and this one uh, post that I saw online made this big story about how she had the only existing tapes with her on the plane, and they were lost. And then somebody said, no, that's not true, because the, the Muscle Shoals studio has several of the... Uh, on uh, the demos, the unfinished cuts, and um, then the guy retracted his statement and said, oh, you're, you're right, she, she didn't lose everything in the crash. But the fact remains that the album was never released. And I find that interesting because the fame uh, and Muscle Shoals sessions became very popular in compact disc release with none of the Annette Snell material. And I would have thought that that would have been a prime place for them to present some of this material for the first time. The fact Mm. that it has not been heard and no one is talking about where these tapes are render a possibility that she did indeed have those tapes with her. Or, as I was informed that Pete Jackson, her husband, had taken them at the last minute and had them in a uh, briefcase that he was carrying. So we do not know. We do not know what is mythological and we don't know what is uh, truthful. We just know that those Muscle Shoals tapes were not released and with all of the material required to release these volumes and volumes of lost soul music, why was it never released then? That's the question. Yeah. So that's really the... That's the question. That's the question. That's the question. And it will... You know, I, I guess until we get some... Uh, Mr. Hall has, is, has passed. You don't hear anything about her in the Muscle Shoals documentary, which is a great documentary. In fact, you don't. But hear you said that she was covered in Deep Soul Treasures, right? But she was covered in Deep Soul. Well, no, in a wonderful four CD set called "That Sweet Soul Feeling," which I acquired many, many years ago um, with uh, 
Little Richard, uh, just a variety. But her Footprints is the only Annette Snell on that particular compilation. It's the only compilation I know of that has an Annette Snell uh, recording. I've got the singles. I had purchased uh, um, I'll Be Your Fool once more because I think it's a great record. A great record. something about footprints that has stayed with me from the moment and there's not a person that I've ever played this record for that has said how the hell did this not become a top 10 record oh it's a beautiful record so thank you for thank you for sharing that with us it is my pleasure so let you we're going to let you be the judge ladies and gentlemen Annette Snell footprints on my mind
I mean, there's absolutely nothing about this recording that I can find fault with. The harmonies are are almost uh, gospel-esque and produce this almost off harmonic uh, sound that just fits perfectly when they go into the chorus. And it's a, uh, it's, it's a beautiful reading. And you can hear Aretha in there, and you can hear Irma Thomas in there, and you can hear some of the great soul singers of... Uh, female soul singers of the, uh, of the of the 60s and 70s and um, another another early demise we'll never know what could have occurred she was a very attractive and uh, uh, woman with a fa- fabulous voice and um, just once again life has its way it's a lottery my friend it is a lottery you get it's, your ticket, and your ticket is punched. It's Groucho. He spins that wheel. He spins that wheel. Stay the secret uh, wide. Stay the secret wide, and uh, I'll give you a plane crash. So, uh, who knows? But we do have the music, and God damn it, that's the most important thing. As with film, as with anything that has been rendered uh, accessible on any form of media. It stays with us and it will remain eternal as long as we keep it in our hearts. And I think William Soroyan, who wrote the human comedy, would agree. Because, Bill, we live the human comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Bill had an encounter with Al Pacino a couple of weeks ago. I think he's still getting over it. He's he's kind <laughs> of he's kind of starstruck. I'm a little grist for the mill. His my, <laughs> all right, my friend. All right, we thank you so much. Check into Captain Billy's Magic Eight Ball, and uh, we got uh, Al Cooper coming up for you this week. Al's oh, big deal. Al's big deal. Fabulous. Um, Fabulous uh, 8-track cartridge, which you will hear in high definition. Don't ask us how we do it. We don't give away trade <laughs> secrets. And, uh, Bill, anything to add as we uh, depart this episode of Put on a Stack of 45s? No, just to thank uh, Ned Snell for leaving us this beautiful work. Thank you, my friend. Could not have, could not have uh, said it any better. May peace be with you, may love be with you, and we will see you soon. Bill Mesnick, I'm going to let you do your own salutation. Oh, oh. Bye, everybody. Okay. Rich Buckland, bye, everybody. <laughs> I, I, love to, I, I, I love it when Bill takes the helm and does things. It's beautiful. We love you, and we thank you, and we, we thank you for your support. We'll see you soon with another episode of Put on a Stack of 45.